The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. What is the Eat Live Thrive Diet? It's a lifestyle plan designed to rev up your midlife metabolism. So women don't, and men as well, they don't know um, that they have food sensitivities. Things they've been eating their whole lives might be holding them back from weight loss. Um, they might be causing disease. Anxiety, depression, that is a wow. sign of a food sensitivity. Health and lifestyle coaches Dana Dimitri and Robin Thompson, next on Life Today. Good to have you with us today. We have been talking with some nutritional and uh, what do you call them, physical fitness experts about diet. Now, this is not always the best topic to tease it's someone really with. It's not so much a diet, isn't it? It's more not, like how not, to live. It is how to live, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's a way of thinking, it's a way of living, it's the habits. And we are going to put some power into your hands today by giving you some things that you can do that will make you look better and feel better. Would you welcome the authors of Eat, Live, Thrive, Danner Dimitri and Robin Thompson. So good to have you. And I do want to say that if anyone did not see the first program with this, you can go on lifetoday.org and watch all of our television programs anytime you like. But yesterday, you know, we talked about some of uh, the history here. You guys come from very different places in your journey towards healthier lifestyles. Give us a little bit of a recap on, on what brought you to writing this book together. Honestly, I can imagine some people watching and thinking, well, excuse me, <laughs> look at them. They're stunning and beautiful. I mean, when did they ever have to worry about what they oh, weighed? My goodness. Well, my story goes back to 1960s, because I'm 66 now, when I'm 13, 14, 15 years old, where I think like so many kids, I looked at myself, looked at my friends and thought I was fat and started to diet. Uh, and I had no eating issues. I had no real true weight issue. I mean, what's, what's a healthy weight? I was healthy enough. But it's that whole thing I think that women and men have of, do I measure up? Am I, am I good enough? All those things. And what was sad for me, because I had no external pressure from parents or anything, is I just started to become obsessed that I wasn't going to be good enough if I didn't um, lose that weight. And it worked itself into a full eating disorder. I was actually, by the time I was in nursing school, ironically, I was binging and purging up to five times a day because I was so desperate to now not only lose weight, but I'd been gaining weight because I was doing such unhealthy things. So my, my weight's creeping up now. Probably I did need to lose you know, 20 or 30 pounds, but I was just spiraling out of control. So my history, Randy, is that I just had an unhealthy emotional relationship with food mm -hmm. and an unhealthy body image, and I didn't know the Lord at the time. And as I shared yesterday, um, it turned into cycling in and out with diet pills, and I started having panic attacks. And God doesn't waste anything because actually it was those panic attacks that led me to the Lord 
and started me on a journey of change from the inside out, which is um, so much of what I teach about. You, you've been on that for quite a while now, because I know- Because I'm old. Uh, no, no, you're not. No, I, 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 was, I was not going there. I was just gonna say that 14 years ago, yes. you were with us teaching on this, and you look great then. You don't look, doesn't look 14 years later now, but that, that consistency, because it is a way of living, has really paid off. Have you not seen that it, in your Well, it's life? true. I mean, what we eat and what we put in our mouth and, and the lifestyle that we live most of the time, and my lifestyle, Robin will tell you, it's not perfect, um, but what we do consistently really does add up, and I think I eat actually better now than I did 14 years ago because as we learn things, we realize, and as we age, we know it becomes even more and more important. And Robin's story is very different than mine. Right, I was... Um, lean for most of my adult years. And I found that as I hit my uh, early 40s, I was gaining weight. It was those dreaded hormonal pounds that so many women, I think what happens is um, we get to that point and they just naturally start coming on. And I think a lot of us give up. Yeah. And we just say, you know what, this is how it is. This is how it's going to be. Uh, you know, you just get older, you gain 10 pounds every year. And not only do you gain weight and your physical appearance changes, but then all the health problems mm -hmm. come along with yeah. that. And I said no, because of course at the time I was a... Um, a lifestyle coach. I was a weight loss coach, so I kind of had to say no because <laughs> I was very much out of integrity with my clients. But I realized what I was teaching them and what I'd been doing all those years was not working for me anymore. So I had to just dig in, research, and find out what was going to make the change. And I had to completely change my lifestyle and my eating, my way of eating, to drop the weight. And it is possible. There is victory on the other side. There, I'm 52 now. I think the weight started coming on at about 40, maybe in my even late 30s. And um, I'm leaner now than I was at that time. Well, yeah, we talked a little bit um, on the first program about the diet, but would you break it down even further for us? Because I'm thinking of somebody watching who has a lot of weight right, to lose. Right. And they're thinking, I, I mean, I just don't even know where to start. Well, plus, Sheila, a lot of people hate the word diet, and diet really is um, what you do most days. I mean, it's not its not a bad word. It's not, people say die, you know, is in diet. <laughs> You're not gonna die on this on this program. But it is three phases, and as we said yesterday, there's, there's phase one is elimination, phase two is discovery, and phase three is lifestyle. So what we're doing is in elimination, we're teaching people uh, what it is to eat clean for about 14 days and remove what are really common food culprits, we call them, from many people's diets. So women don't, and men as well, they don't know um, that they have food sensitivities. Things they've been eating their whole lives mm -hmm. might be holding them back from weight loss. Um, they might be causing disease. Um, we don't know, and so. And things that didn't used to affect us that way. That's right. Yeah. So for 14 days, so it's not forever, it's not a, a life, this is not part of the lifestyle long-term plan, but they can start very simple, um, just eliminating grains and sugar, or they can add some other foods. Once they do that, their body is really clean and they actually start to feel better so quickly and get a nice jump start on weight loss and they're eating lots of food. That's the other good news. Lots of good, healthy food, but also some, some fun things that we help them make with our recipes. Then they get to test in discovery. Right, in discovery, they're testing those foods, they're bringing them back one at a time, 
Every three days they're testing a new food oh, and wow. when you're testing that food, um, it's only that food that you're testing So, and you're eating it twice a day generally and you're able to see what's changing. And for some people, it can be very subtle. It might be a couple pounds on the scale. It might be a little bit of bloating. For others, it's something that um, they have to like really pay attention. It can be emotional, anxiety, depression from a particular, that is a wow. sign of a food sensitivity. Hmm. And so we find, um, I've, I, we've coached people through the program and some people have said, you know, all of a sudden I feel like really sad and we'll ask them what, you know, what food are you testing? Because that is a potential food wow. sensitivity symptom. I'm thinking they're eating cabbage. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be sad. But I think what's so exciting for women, we had a woman named Melanie who mm. was in so much pain. She had chronic bursitis. She was getting close to having to use a walker and a wheelchair. And she went just two weeks on the elimination. And by the end of the two weeks, and then she stayed because she felt so good. But she was, she's out riding a bike. She lost quite a bit of weight. I can't even remember. See, here's the thing. Yeah. Yes, we want people to reach their weight loss goals. Yes, it's wonderful to feel lean and trim and great in your clothes. But as or more importantly, women are feeling so good and healthy and they're feeling younger. Mm -hmm. And we don't call the women, you know, that we wrote this for, it's for everybody, but 45 plus, we don't call you mature. We call you ageless because we're eternal beings, but we want to be our best self. It's yeah. not about, you know, that we don't have any wrinkles anymore or anything, but it's that I do feel younger, Randy, than I did 14 mm. years ago mm -hmm. because all these things are accumulating. I wanted to mention Sheila, a different Sheila, one of our clients. And Sheila said in her 50s, she just felt like she was aging, getting so tired, didn't have the energy to do anything. And well, she lost 40 plus pounds on our program and uh, says that she feels younger in her 60s now than she did 10 years ago. Wow. I mean, it's just transformed her, not just her physical appearance, but her whole life. One of the, that's one of the things I love about this program because it's like, um, and we're going to tell you how to get this book. We are um, doing some significant things in the life of young people this week. And for any gift at all, we're going to send you this great book. But it's, it's so much more than just about what you eat or don't eat. It's like having a strong, healthy body to serve the Lord, too. Absolutely. That's what I love. I went to a trainer um, once, <laughs> and he said to me, you know, um, are you here? Is it like you want to get into a little black dress? And I said, no, I want a strong body to serve the Lord. Yes. And that's what I get from your book as well. Well, when I turned 60, I was like, I felt good. I was a good weight and all those things. But I'm thinking, you know, no matter what, Time on this earth is running out. Even if I live to 90, even if I live to 100, it's like you start to notice it. And I'm like, what do I want these decades ahead to feel like? Mm -hmm. I, want, I believe it is normal for a ageless woman uh, to have high energy. I believe it's normal for her to feel great vitality, uh, to get rid of most of her aches and pains. We, we can't control everything. We, always, we talk a lot in the book about 30% of our health is out of our control. It's called genetics and gender. But 70% is in our control, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. How we eat, how we deal with stress, um, exercise, all those things we have control over. And it's really, really good news because we tried to create a plan that women can live with and still love their lives, enjoy their lives. We move into this, what we call a lifestyle phase, 
where they're learning, they can still lose weight in that phase, but they're asking themselves, could I eat this way most days uh, of my life and still enjoy my life? Mm. And we're helping each woman individually discover what foods are gonna work for you, how many grains can you eat and still have the goals of health and, and weight loss mm. that are reasonable. I think that's key because uh, I just admit one of my uh, pushbacks against diets is this kind of one size fits all mm -hmm. thing. Exactly. So you're talking about going and, and eliminating a bunch of food for a short period of time, reintroducing it to see how your body reacts because we don't all react the same, not just between men and women, but woman to woman to woman to woman. I mean, exactly. foods affect us differently. So by going in and saying, okay, and the other thing is, like I said earlier, what may not have affected me 10 years ago may be affecting me today. And so this is the kind of thing that we could go through every, what, year, two years, three years, four years, five years? I'm still, You're still cycling it. through it. I mean, I'm discovering yep. things each time I, I will go through the different phases because I can really get deep in that discovery testing and try different foods even more extensively than what's in the book mm. to, to, you know, say we're testing dairy. We test dairy as a whole. I mean, I might go in later on and test goat dairy versus cow dairy <laughs> because there's a difference. Mm. But we don't do that in the beginning, but you can continue mm -hmm. to learn about your body and yeah. what's going to best suit it. And the other thing is that once you do that, you start to go, wow, I mean, yeah, I look better, but I feel better. Mm -hmm. I have more energy. I have more clarity of thought. And so that, that really affects the motivation because then you go, hey, you want, you want to eat this? You go, not really. I feel so much better when I don't. And well, you know that about your body. Exactly. And so many men and women are struggling with prediabetes, diabetes. We, we hear the words insulin resistance. Um, it's really, really common. Our, our carbohydrate threshold, how much we can eat uh, healthfully and not store it as fat, starts to decrease from about age 30 on. Mm. And so we think, what's wrong? Well, our bodies are handling not just specific foods differently, but food categories, macronutrients like carbohydrates differently. And so we start to learn things and it's not about you can't have this, you can't have that. It's I'm choosing. Yeah. I'm choosing to eat this way because I feel so good. It's so much easier to lose the weight and keep it off. All of a sudden, and it's learning how to have substitutions. We we do so many fun recipes. Talk about that because you talk about in the book about yes. some of the things you can mm -hmm. substitute. Well, for example, for the grains and the white flour, we'll use coconut flour, we'll use almond flour, we use tapioca, cassava flour. Uh, for dairy, we use uh, coconut milk. And instead of butter, we'll use a little bit of ghee. And by the way, if you haven't put ghee on your vegetables, it is delicious. What's ghee? Ghee is clarified butter, so it has oh, the milk like you dump your lobster in? Yeah. I don't like lobster. Oh, well, okay, then you, whatever you like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's fantastic. But not only the book, you've got some other great resources. Um, tell us a little bit about this whole kind of community you're opening up. We have a community called Eat, Live, Thrive Academy, and it's, a, you know, it's like we're all going to school together, and we coach women through the nuances of the diet because we are trying to help them customize. It, it's a great plan that everybody can go through, but everybody's discovering different things. And so we do live coaching calls on like Zoom video meetings. And I always say, let's just pretend we're all sitting around a giant table, got our coffee cups or our tea or whatever we're drinking. And we're just discussing with all these people from all over the country and even the English speaking world, what's going on with you. We, we have a 
Facebook page that we're interacting with them all day long and answering questions by email. And what I love about that is women, they share from their heart what's going on. And so we address a lot of the things we talk about in the beginning of the book, which is changing the mindset, renewing the mind, those healthy self-talk statements, and just um, support them in that way. It really makes a difference. And body image, too. Yeah. I mean, women, it, it really is a hard thing. You know, we, we get stuck in the less than and comparison. And if we're really honest and we, we look at it through the lens of scripture and truth, it helps us go, you know, I'm not getting any younger. I am, I'm always going to be 14 years older than her. And, you know, but <laughs> I can embrace who I am and who God made me to be and see myself accurately. And so it's just really a community of women striving to honor God with their bodies, be their healthiest selves and, and accept what, what we can't change. I love that. I'm going to join. Yay. We can all sit around with our cup of coffee. I'm so glad I still get that. <laughs> yes. Put the cake off camera so they don't see no, it. No, 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 no. There's no shame. There's no. a no shame zone. No, and I, I like love that. that. Yeah. I, and that, here's a, a it's not legalistic a, at all. Here's a little bit of a tough question for you. Yeah. Why do you think that Christians have such a hard time controlling our appetites? Well, I think everybody does, but I do think with Christians, it's kind of our acceptable addiction. I mean, it's the thing that, and food mm. is so good. I mean, <laughs> God made it and I can eat it, right? Yeah, I mean, but it's one of the wonderful pleasures of life. And I, the thing that I think we need women to know, though, is you can still enjoy food. We kind of have a 90-10 rule. You want to tell them what that is? Well, it's eating on your plan 90% of the time and saving that 10% for fun foods and going off plan and enjoying. And sometimes it's even 20%. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's about finding the balance and it's about learning what your body um, can take. You know, there's certain foods I just don't ever eat because I have a little arthritis. It makes me feel lousy. I don't like yeah. being low energy. Yeah. So, but for Christians, I think, you know, it's a battle that I think sometimes gets buried in shame mm -hmm. and we don't, God doesn't want us in shame. I mean, I feel like one of my callings um, is to help set um, the captives free in this area. They're captive to some of their habits and feeling shameful because I haven't been able to, to break through. Well, I know what it was like. I was in bondage to food. I felt like I will never have victory over this. But God wants us to have victory. Yeah. Um, but it's a journey and it takes time. And, you know, we just need to do it together. This really is, honestly, this is a great book. It's fantastic. I found it so helpful. Um, and we're going to let you know how you can get hold of it. But, you know, there's all kind of different types of bondage. Some of us are in bondage to, to alcohol abuse or to, 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 to eating, to food, to anything. But here at Life, we are very concerned about a kind of physical bondage that is going on around the world. The prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 61, and then Christ himself stood up in the temple and read from the prophet Isaiah when he said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. And that's what we want to do in Jesus' name. Would you watch this? Every time I see a little girl. Hello. How are you? Big smile. <laughs> like that. I just wonder what her future is. When we began bringing you the stories of girls trapped in human trafficking over a decade ago, you responded in a big way. Through the work of Rescue Life, we began to shine God's light in the very darkest places on Earth. 
And when that light appeared, the evil ones scattered like cockroaches back into the crevices and corners they came from. But they never stopped their terrible crimes. There's too much money involved. Instead, they've continued underground. Because the traffickers have been chased out of committing their crimes in the open, there is fresh fear among the girls to speak with us. Many don't want their faces shown because they're scared for their families if someone finds out they're helping end this industry. But I want you to know that these girls, even the ones we can't show, they are real. Their pain is real. Our tears have fallen together on the same floor as they've told me over and over that they want freedom, but they don't know how. Well, we know how. Our partners all over the world are reaching these girls, in many cases preventing trafficking altogether through education and border intervention. We're rescuing them through investigations and SWAT raids, and we're restoring them through safe houses and skills training so they can have a life and an income when they leave our care. It's ironic that our success has made our work more difficult, but we will not be stopped. Not until the last girl is freed. We need your help today more than ever. We need you to speak up for these precious ones who cannot speak for themselves. They're waiting and hoping for rescue. We can't let them hope in vain. You know, Randy, it's hard to even, it's hard to even put into words uh, what it's like. And that, the last trip that we, that we took, um, they're so, they were so young. The girls were so little. They were like your, your daughter or your niece. I mean, they were just little girls, nine, 10, 11 years old. And I remember going back to, or we were staying in a little hotel, and I remember going back and closing the door and literally laying down on the carpet and sobbing. Mm. I just felt so overwhelmed and so helpless. But you know, after I'd cried for a while, I really felt the Lord say, Sheila, get up. You get up and you dry your face and you come up with a plan. You know, the, we have some amazing people at Life today that partner with us in these countries. And to be able to say, listen, how can we help you? Um, the people that are working at the moment with us in Southeast Asia, they're phenomenal. They will drive. We went with them, I mean, mile after mile into the worst kind of areas with the trucks to get to little remote villages because that's where the traffickers go. Because yeah. these little girls have never heard of trafficking. And they'll try, they'll get them, they'll say, we'll get you a job, you can take money back to your parents. And then they're given a meal, the meal is drugged, they wake up beside some older man, and then they're locked. The, the thing that blew me away was he showed me the room where some of these girls are held and there's a lock on the outside. That little girl is shoved into that room, expected to sleep with up to 15 men a night. And this could be my daughter. And we are the body of Christ on the planet at this moment. This is our watch and we have to do something. And we have to do something now, Randy. Yeah, and we have something we can do. Um, you know, you, you can't put a price on, on one of those child's lives. Um, it just, it doesn't work that way. They're all, they're all so valuable and priceless in, in God's eyes. But we, we have to work within financial constraints to do something, and we, we can. What we found is that we spend about an average of $128 to rescue one child. 
we've got some friends that have offered a matching gift right now, meaning that if you give $64 today, it will be combined with the matching gift, it will be doubled in impact, and, and it will help to save one child. $128 will save two. Some of you could give $1,280, and that will save not just 10 children, but because of the, the doubling of the gift, 20 children. But, you know, again, <laughs> I, I kind of don't like to, to put numbers on lives because it's so much more important than that. It's so much bigger than that. We have to be the arms of Christ and reach into these places. We have the people there. They're doing it right now. But there's more that we need to do. We have to have your support to do it. And that's essentially what I'm asking for. Will you stand with us? Will you reach with us into these places and rescue these children? We want to help you. If you ask for this book today, whatever gift you give towards Rescue Life, we will send you Eat, Live, Thrive just to help you so you can live longer and healthier and stronger so that you can join us in rescuing even more. Go to the phones. Go online. Give the best gift you can today and know that you will be reaching out and rescuing children. Behind the bright lights, there is a darkness where a world of innocence is lost and abuse runs rampant, scarring the souls of children with no one and nowhere to turn for help. With bodies broken and hopes crushed, these young victims are trapped in a never-ending nightmare. Today, you can shine the light of God's love in this dark world to reach, rescue, and restore these young ones to the life God designed for them to live. With a generous $320,000 matching gift, now your gift of $128 to help rescue a child can be double to help two children. Your $64 gift will be matched to help rescue one child from the horrors of human trafficking. And a $32 mission rescue gift will be doubled to $64. And with your donation of any amount, we'll send you the Promises of Christ gift book filled with beautiful photographs, scriptures, stories, and commentary from James Robison. With your gift of $128 or more, you'll receive the Names of Jesus Throw. This beautifully woven blanket features the names of Jesus in many languages. It'll make a lovely addition to your home and serve as a beautiful reminder and spiritual comfort to the Lordship of our Savior. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280, which will now help rescue 20 children, and you may request our beautiful new bronze sculpture, Safe in the Shepherd's Arms. Please call, write, or make your gift online. Thank you so much. You are changing lives forever, and we want to help you change yours. So we're going to send you Dana and Robin's book for any gift. Um, we're so grateful that you guys have been with us. Thank you so, so much for the tremendous wisdom, and I look forward to our partners getting a hold of your book. Will you help me thank Robin and Dana for being here? In the next program, we're going to have someone who is living this right now. You don't want to miss it. Thank you, guys. Bye. That you give your life to your father, the one who helped you see. I'll be
If you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, come be a part of the Life Today studio audience. Go to lifetoday.org forward slash tickets. lifetoday.org forward slash tickets. You are not what happened to you. You are a child of God. Your pain has been redeemed by love tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.